This Geeks with Kids episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash geekswithkids. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, all right, cool. So, uh, so that's kind of funny that. Uh, so, I my kid is about the almost the youngest out of all the geeks with kids parents in terms of being a first time parent. Sounds like you're the opposite end of the spectrum. I am. Yeah, I'm not much older than you guys, but my kids are a lot older. Aaron would probably remember when my when my uh, second daughter was born. We were in second year. Okay. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, we were. Yeah, it sounds like we were definitely all at the same time, just never quite in the same shows. From the sound yeah. of things, yeah. Well, I was also busy because I was uh, I was working full time for my first two years. Okay. Of yeah, university, well, and yep. uh, and my daughter was born in the second, well, at the end of the first year, and I already had okay. another daughter, so I was really really busy. So mm-hmm. basically, unless you were hanging in the calf, in the calf when Steve was eating, you wouldn't have seen me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait, no, Steve was always eating. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Steve. Here we are. I know you're listening to this one. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Steve and I are. Our- connection is through as i uh, was saying earlier um when when my now wife and i directed a show uh the pink panther strikes again uh which uh aaron geek aaron um stage managed and had a small role on stage mm. and uh steve steve played kato <laughs> kato yeah the uh the 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 guy who was always trying to uh catch Clouseau and yeah. catch him off guard and test his reflexes and stuff like that. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, welcome, listeners, to episode 73 of Geeks with Kids. Uh, episode 73, this does featuring me, Marty, as your host this week. Uh, and it seems that all of the regular geeks, Aaron, Eric, and Spears, uh, left the bar- barn door wide open, just so anyone can walk on in and make a podcast now. Uh, so I decided to jump on and host this week's episode, and I'm joined today, uh, newcomer to the Geeks with Kids family, but old friend of ours, is Mike. Mike, welcome. Mike, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Ooh, deep sexy Mike is on the podcast. Oh, Look out, ladies. Not not as deep and sexy as Steve. <laughs> it depends which Steve you meet, because the Steve <laughs> that I got to know when we were doing that show was uh, the most bad stereotypical Asian accent that he could do, and uh, he decided to run with it, and we didn't stop him. So, um, <laughs> so no, it all depends on which Steve. I used to say that he had the he had the uh, the voice that Sulu always wished he had. <laughs> just that, that beautiful tone, that nice, nice baritone when he just spoke, right? And, That's it, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just an awesome, <laughs> awesome uh, voice. Ah, uh, Steve. Great. Ah, <laughs> uh, Steve. We'll just spend an hour talking about Steve. 
Uh, but other than Steve, we're also going to, this week's podcast is dedicated to uh, a, a trend that I feel seems to be picking up steam and in the fall is going to feature many, uh, a whole bunch of new ones, um, is re- what I'm calling recycled television. And this is sort of the idea that old TV and it's sort of a get the band back together and put them back on the air for another kick at the can. Um, you're obviously Len, uh, sorry, Mike, pretty familiar with this, with this phenomenon. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, my, my geek cred would be that I, uh, did the, yes, yes. the, uh, McMaster film board radio show for, uh, eight years and, uh, did that with, with Steve and Aaron. And, uh, um, that was a very long time ago, but we talked about not just movies. We talked about all the geek TV shows and, uh, all the genre stuff and, Steve was sort of our horror specialist, and I nice. did all the. Nice. I, did a, I got to do a lot of the superhero <clears throat> stuff, and uh, Aaron mm-hmm. would come in, and we'd talk about that as well. So we, that's sort of my thing, and uh, and I hear that you also like to uh, to play the Battlefront from time to time, uh, or did. Uh, and not me. Uh, oh. I missed out on that one. No, that was. Uh, That's not my game. That was somebody else. I <laughs> uh, I think I know who it was. All right. Oh, maybe, maybe Mark. Mark. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna... Yeah. Yeah. And then he was mad. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah. Mark often gets involved in things and then gets mad. Well, it wasn't everything it should have been. But what are you going to do? Okay. The next one will be. What are you going to do? Ah, then, okay, I'll wait for that one then. I'll jump in. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So for this uh, episode of Geeks with Kids, we are going to talk about recycled television and sort of go through which shows have already been recycled into new incarnations of themselves, what is currently on, because there's uh, at least two that are uh, uh, TV shows that are currently on that fit into this category, and um, I'll host a couple more that are scheduled for the fall. Um, We'll talk about... uh, shows that have brought back the same cast to uh, another kick at the can and maybe talk about a couple of shows that are just new incarnations uh, with completely new casts but old ideas. Um, So we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. Um, So figure the way to start is chronologically a little bit. Um, Maybe that's the OCD for me. (laughs) Um, And to, to me, the show that sort of kicked off this new in this new version of recycling television um, was kicked off with uh, Full House. <laughs> um, Full House ran from 1987 to 1995, but recently picked up a lot of steam on Netflix, picked up enough steam on Netflix that in, uh, I even did some homework, February 26th of 2016 uh, brought out the TV series Fuller House. Uh, did you ever watch Full House back in the day? Oh, God, okay. only if I was being tortured. Uh, I enough. tried to avoid that. Uh, you know, but you couldn't really. <laughs> it was everywhere. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. And, you know, the thing is that there there are other... Around the same time as Fuller House was happening, I think there was a lot of other stuff happening, too. Like uh, MacGyver was in the works. and Right. Uh, yes. You know, going back further would be Hawaii Five O, which would miss the generation, I think, that it aims at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everything seems to be aiming at sort of, I don't know, Generation X, is that? For sure. We For sure. Consider? So it's stuff that was on in the 80s and 90s, right? Yep. And is just coming mm-hmm. back like crazy, 
And then there's yeah. some that are even more recent that are already being recycled. Um, yeah. And I, and it's, and I think you're right. There's a very strong trend to do that. And what's interesting is it's like they've run out of, uh, of spinoffs. Yeah. Like they have some, but they're not always, mm -hmm. they're not succeeding very well. And so they've now had to no. go back to recycling. Right. So criminal yeah. minds beyond borders got canceled. Uh, mm -hmm. um, what else? Was All the CSIs are All off the, the air. CSIs now. are finally gone. Uh, <laughs> what a horrible death. They died. Um, <laughs> hey, I was know. a fan back in the day. I have to admit. Well, yeah, the original I, one. I stuck with. Yeah, I stuck with Vegas all the way to the end. Yeah, green um, was the best. I, orange was not. I did not like the orange one, and the blue <laughs> one I barely gave a chance. <laughs> and that cyber, oh, um, cyber, I never even. Tried, yeah. No, yeah, that was just a bad idea no. altogether. I mean, even the blacklist, Absolutely. which was which was uh, you know a spinoff from this last year, is uh, apparently not coming back as well. So okay. there's a lot of things that have just sort of. You know they're they're done. They're finished recycling yeah. uh, or finished trying to do the spinoffs. And another um, offshoot of this is also um, taking '80s and '90s movies and turning them into recent TV series. Yeah, absolutely. Which because uh, we have we kind of already did the trend of old TV becoming new movies, mm -hmm. um, and now uh, we seem to be going the other way now. We're old. Uh, 80s and 90s movies are becoming TV series, and I've got a couple of uh, those listed, too. With the exception of maybe uh, Baywatch, which is, you know... Baywatch is bucking <laughs> the trend and going yeah. back to... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Absolutely. At least um, it was Fuller... always kind of a joke, not like some of the other ones that weren't really a joke, but they made into a joke when they made them into movies. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, like the uh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't really and, supposed to be a joke at the time, you know? No, probably not, but the way they made it a joke, and then I noticed in the previews, I did not, uh, haven't watched this and have no plans to ever watch this, but uh, I noticed they turned chips into, like, basically Dumb and Dumber yeah. on cop bikes. Like, it just looks, like, <laughs> I don't, I watched a little bit of Chips yeah. 120 years ago, but I don't remember them being stupid. No, it was, it was more of a, you know, buddy cop procedural thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the, but the preview just makes it look like, like I said, like Dumb and Dumber. Like, yeah. it just looks ridiculous. It's really unfortunate that uh, there's a certain number of either writers or producers that seem to think that that particular style and era of of television and all media really is nothing but kitsch and can yeah. only be looked looked on with that kind of derision because you know some things work better when you actually use them but update them properly and that's part of what right. we're talking about today i guess right absolutely yep yep absolutely um Next up that I noticed, a good call on bringing in MacGyver. That, I guess, tried to air this last fall, yeah. um, but died very, very quickly. Um, Hawaii Five-0, I think, Five I think made it a couple thing. of seasons. I think they did the whole season of MacGyver. Did they do the whole they season? They finished the one season, yeah. I just, everything I read about it sounded wrong, so I never even <laughs> gave it a chance. Well, I, um, I actually, you know, I, I like junk TV from, from time okay. to time, so I watched... A, a bit of it. I was also curious okay. because there were a couple of Canadian faces in there. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's... The the original MacGyver wasn't super serious. It was sort of a... 
derivative itself and didn't have any problem recycling old scripts from other shows. And right. uh, this sort of does the same thing. Okay. It, it ha- it, this one is it's one of those shows where it's just comfort food. It's like what they did with Hawaii Five-0, right? It's one of these shows okay. where they just try to have... Uh, make everybody feel happy with the cast. You know, they all just kibitz back mm-hmm. and forth, and that's supposed to do it for you, right? Ah, uh, and it's more of a team as opposed to one guy. Yeah, they did it more of a If team. I understand that, that way, right. they could have the banter. It's all about banter, right? right? You know, the okay. NIS is... The, is it well-written, at least, the banter? Oh, the, some of the banter is not bad. You know, it's... Okay. it's it, banter is almost becoming stale though overall i think it's been so cbs just hires people who write banter i think because their (laughs) shows are all based on that and have lost their way from whatever kind of procedural or whatever they used to be now they just try to create interesting characters talking back and forth to each other (laughs) okay Okay, I get it. Um, While talking about MacGyver, which is probably, I'm assuming, not being renewed for next year, um, back to Fuller House, they're actually working on season three right now. Two seasons are already out, and a third season is scheduled. So somebody's watching and enjoying it and keep watching it. And that's what's, I think, kind of interesting about how uh, Netflix, I think, has fueled and other maybe Hulu and other online has fueled a lot of this because there are really hard numbers about how many people are watching these shows. That's a really good point, yeah. And when you've got, you know, X thousands, hundreds of thousands of people downloading Full House episodes and watching, binging the entire season, they pretty much know how much money they're going to make uh, when they introduce more seasons. So it becomes, I guess, I pretty much a no-brainer as long as you can actually get the whole band back together uh, to do the new episodes. I blame Kimmy Gibbler or whatever her name was next door. The neighbor. It's all her fault. <laughs> the neighbor. Apparently she's the the reason to watch that show. That's all I've heard, and I still haven't watched it. I still, yeah, it's not on my list either. Um, but on Eric's list uh, that he watched last fall, and I believe he did a Geeks with Kids episode dedicated to this show, was Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Ran for seven seasons uh, in the early 2000s and came back last November in a mini sort of event series called A Year in a Life. And uh, Eric, at least, was a fan. You know, it seems that they've... That's what that seems to be the way that they're really bringing back the original casts, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, X Files mm-hmm. did it. Uh, uh, Prison Break yeah, is currently was... doing that. Uh, um, same thing with Roseanne is going to be doing her show for yeah. eight se- eight episodes uh, coming up. Will and Grace is coming out this exactly. fall with, uh, yeah. with all new episodes as well. I think they they mm-hmm. they've really kind of tried to adopt that streaming. Like when you mentioned Netflix, they do yeah. ten to thirteen. Uh, episode seasons or 15 in the case of Star yeah. Trek and and that sort of came from like the British you know that's how they would do Absolutely. a season right yep. or they would call it a series yep. and I think yep. that's when that then that went to streaming everybody likes that kind yep. of a chunk you could watch that in a day if you really want to yeah if you really <laughs> want to you can do it in a day sitting there with your big tub yep. of ice cream and your bag of chips yeah I think I almost, I definitely in a weekend for Dirk Gently. Uh, I think I definitely maybe I in a two day span. Oh, so good! I love Douglas Adams, and although this is a this is a blatant 
not anywhere really close to Douglas Adams's plot lines. It is, I guess, his characters, and you can you can feel sort of some of his writing and some of his uh, his witticisms uh, tempered through the series. It's good. It's very good. I've been watching. Uh, I'm in the middle of Sense Eight. Okay. The the, the second season I, of Sense Eight. Okay. And and yep. it's interesting because uh, the Wachowskis, you know. Yeah, obviously the Matrix is what really put them on the map and and blew everybody sure. away, which is based hugely on their reading uh, and study of philosophy, right? Yep. This is a it seems to be largely based on uh, psychology tropes and psychology studies, and in a variety okay. of different ways, and then mixing that with sort of uh, you know like a comic book conceit, you know, where they okay. they're uh, this group of people who are all connected mentally from all over the world. And, yeah. uh, and it's, it's just really, really tight, really well done. Um, mm-hmm. and something you can't watch when your kids are anywhere near you. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I've been putting together my summer watching list. I may add that one in. Um, we've thought, I've thought about it before, but I've just never quite gotten into it's, it yet. It, it's a tough sell at first, but once you start watching mm-hmm. it, it's hard to not watch it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like fun then. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, X-Files uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, they, of course, ran for nine years and then came back last January. And they're doing another um, one, yeah. And they're doing a 10-episode season is on order. Uh, I enjoyed seeing it back on the air. It's better than not being on the air, but I was not a huge fan of the little six-episode reboot. Yeah, there were bits and pieces that you? I thought were... We're good and fun and nostalgic, yep. but other parts where I thought this doesn't fit with the series. No, and and it really it's fun or something. What, what was it uh, about? It was like there was th- sorry to interrupt. Sorry, there was like three two episode chunks. Yeah. Is what it felt like to me. There was the let's reintroduce where everybody is now. Let's then there was like the sort of there was kind of like a monster of the week kind of feel to the middle two episodes. Yeah. And then the last two episodes, they it looked like they were their main goal was to introduce the new younger versions of themselves. Yeah, for potential and, spinoff if they wouldn't come back, right? I guess, yeah. And really, though, it really did feel that way. And it was a really bizarre feel to the whole thing. And I just felt like, wow, if they could just do, like, tell me a tight story in six episodes that made me feel like the mystery was still unsolved and there was a place to go, I would have gotten really excited about it. But I really, I had a bad taste in my mouth when I finished those six episodes. At the beginning. So I have, sorry, yeah. Sorry, did it again. At the beginning, no, that's okay. I, thought, uh, I thought they were going to turn it into, uh, now Mulder is, is kind of hiding things now. He's on the other side mm-hmm. of the fence. I thought they were going to try it. That's what I was kind okay. of hoping they would spin it so that now he's one of the people whispering. Cool. Right? Okay. I, thought, I was kind of hoping for that, right? The tables have kind of turned, yeah. and now he's saying, yeah, stay away from this, uh, while mm-hmm. also trying to dig deeper himself. I, I was kind of hoping for that, sort of trying to ward other people off while doing doing his own digging and trying to do things himself yeah. as well. And they kept dropping hints about their kid. Yeah. Right? That their kid was out there somewhere. The kid is and... out there, not the truth anymore, just the 
No, yeah, but I mean, I guess even that might have been a more compelling story if they had wrapped that story or moved anywhere even with that story, other than the odd staring off into the distance, uh, I wonder where he is, and or whatever, like, it just, again, it didn't go anywhere. I, I felt like having so, to deal with that hampered them, I think. Like, yeah, I, yeah. You either deal with it or don't deal yeah, with it. Like, I, I bet they. I, if I, I could just kind of feel them sitting there, going, "I wish we didn't have to talk about this at all." Yeah, yeah. But fair. we'll try to use it as some depth. Yeah, we'll provide some mi- mystery that we're not at all going to try. And we need solve, one of them to look dewy-eyed uh, right now, so we'll remind exactly. them. Yeah. Yeah, we need 13 seconds of staring off into the distance because we already showed the Ford Motor Vehicle for 13 seconds oh. pulling in. That was oh. Oh, is I, okay. Just okay. This is Geeks with Kids. is a conversational podcast that is no has no problems going off on tangents. Some of the car ads <laughs> that are finding their way into television shows lately are driving me cuckoo for cocoa. Puffs. Okay, if like, you want to see product placement unabashed, unashamed product placement, a show that is built around it. That's Hawaii Five-0. Oh, wow. Every okay. single episode, <laughs> they must show you that they have a Windows Surface. And if there's a new one, <laughs> they are going to showcase that for at least five minutes in the episode. When a new, car, oh, when wow. a new Chevy comes out, you better believe yeah. one of the characters is going to get that car and talk about how great it is. Oh. It is pretty horrific. And you can almost feel the 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 actors trying to just go like, uh, please, I, I got to get this out of my contract. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, I I've been watching um, this first season of uh, Designated Survivor. Yeah, um, which overall I'm I'm pleased with. I was happy with, but uh, one, two, three episodes ago, not that long ago, all of a sudden, in the middle of the episode. The the lead detective who's re, who's uh, secretly um, uh, searching for the the truth pulls out her phone and opens and it goes close up to her phone opens the Ford Motor Company app oh. and presses the button to remotely start the car. Then it cuts oh. to the interior lighting up and car starting because of her doing that. And then the car drives off in this perfectly framed um, shot of the car, uh, and I just, I just couldn't believe that they, that they, uh, that, it just. It, I remember, I so little finesse. Go ahead. There's a, there's a better so way. Exactly. There's a better way. You can yes, still promote it yes. and just, but make it actually cool instead of making it so obviously commercial. You know, yeah, if she just, yeah, if she just I, looked yeah. at her phone and then tapped a couple of times, and then you close up on the car and it starts. Right. There you go. Done. It yeah. starts, the lights come on, you see Ford, we done. Nice yeah. and quick. Don't but interrupt it, the show to say, here's a commercial. Yeah, which is oh, it was just and they haven't it hasn't been a normal thing throughout the yeah. se- season. So for it to all of a sudden uh happen and take so much time and, and oh it's just right terrible. It. And I do remember I'm pretty sure it was Ford. I do remember Ford being featured really prominently in that X Files reboot. Um I I'm trying to remember the show. There was one a few years ago where Acura was featured really heavily and, and their navigation system which looked like everybody else's was yeah. featured pretty heavily. I blame heroes. And <laughs> Nissan Versa. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but uh, but some of the uh, the I mean the technology like using laptops and things like that that's been around for for yeah. quite a while. But they're usually not so painful when you watch them. But the car stuff lately, I've been really noticing, and it's getting really painful when it like it because they'll all of a sudden change. Like everything is shot fairly medium or overhead shots or something like that. And then all of a sudden there's this super low angle of this car pulling into a driveway that is so perfectly framed and no other vehicles are ever so perfectly in the frame from that low angle anywhere else in the series. And it's just so obvious that this we've now switched into... um, uh, and yeah, they brought in Mick terrible. G to film uh, that episode. <laughs> there you go. Not even that episode, just that just segment. Just that segment, yeah. Like the whole first episode of Scorpion, right, where it's it's Mick G and he's just <laughs> doing car commercials the entire show. Um, <laughs> you know, you were mentioning, so the X-Files is interesting because, uh, you know, it was a Fox property, yep. it still is, I guess. Yep. And now yep. they have, uh, coming up for this new year, they have uh, something called Ghosted, which, if you watch the trailer, is essentially a comic version of X-Files with maybe a little bit of Men in Black thrown in. Okay. Uh, so it's it, they're, they're feeding on themselves right there again, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, then there's the whole, uh, you know, since Fox owns, owns X-Men, yeah, right. they're they're trying to bring in as many of the X Men related properties as possible as well. Yeah, just to yeah. feed off of the fact that you know the CW exists entirely on superheroes and pretty much yeah, and, uh, and you know and virgins. Isn't there a Jane the Virgin or something show on there? So it's either superheroes and virgins. Yeah. I think that's the you know. Although they do have <laughs> iZombie. they do okay. have iZombie and and Riverdale's on there too. I guess right. They're going to get a new show called Black Lightning as well. Which yeah. sounds like it could now, be the most brilliant uh, black exploitation TV show of all time, but that's not. What yeah, it is. give us what, <laughs> give us, give us what the second half of Luke Cage wasn't. Oh. Um, <laughs> I loved Luke um, Cage. Now, I loved it. I but after Cottonmouth died, it just wasn't the same series. It's, it just wasn't the same series. And you know that's a tribute to the actor. Diamondback was not. That Diamondback was not as compelling no. of a villain. No, he wasn't, and that kind of ruined it for me. But I did enjoy. I watch it all, and oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I it's still better than sixty, seventy percent of anything on television. But it's it was the just, rest of the yeah. actors in there were so good, yeah. and uh, the characters yeah. were fantastic. And then you see like the environment, like they they really because I I actually did watch I, I did read the Power Man and Iron Fist books way okay. back in the day. Uh, you know, in the seventies when, uh, that's just how black people talked in media. That was all they were allowed to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and so, you know, like sweet Christmas and stuff. And, uh, there were so many <laughs> references to, to back in my time of reading it in those early days, uh, that, yeah. that, you know, when I was a little kid and, uh, and just <laughs> loving it. Like I, e- even then I knew that it was hokey stuff, right? Like it wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be realistic or anything. Uh, but it, it played off of all of those sort of stereotypes and some of it, you know, you look back, at, did not survive well in today's climate. Yeah. No. But man, yeah. did they make that work for that series? And they mm-hmm. still put in all the winks and nods to the black exploitation style comic that it yep. was really. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And the actors, just so many great, great actors who just don't get to chew yeah. on enough scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so uh, Black Lightning. Yeah. Now, I remember a character in the old Justice League cartoon in the early mm-hmm. 80s. In my memory, he was called Black Falcon. But is this Black Lightning? Is this... Now, a Justice League character? This, I don't know where this character came from, but basically he uh, draws power, like literally draws energy from around him, like electricity from around him. And when he punches people, electric shocks happen, and he can he can hold people up with an electric beam and things like that. Uh, and the story, though, for it is more interesting than anything that they've shown in the trailers of his action. The action's not bad, per se. The costume is ridiculous, but he's got a glowing lightning bolt on him. And Anyway, but mm-hmm. the story behind it is kind of interesting because it's a guy who is a superhero. His wife begs him not to do it anymore because he's going to right. die. And yeah. he's been shot and everything. So she's like, that's enough. You know, we have kids. You can't do this anymore. So he goes back to being, he goes and ends up being a principal of a high school. But while he's yeah. gone doing that, while he's off, you know, living a life with his family, uh, everything gets worse in the community with the 100 gang that is is plaguing okay. the community. So mm-hmm. it's he he can't take it anymore when they basically invade his school, and so he he <laughs> goes back to being Black Lightning, and the story continues. Meanwhile, there's a subplot of his daughter also having one of his daughters also having powers. And discovering those. Okay. So they're okay. trying to, you know, it's a CW show, but it yep. has a different feel from, you know, the the other DC stuff that they have. So I don't think it's I don't think it's really part of that world. At least it shouldn't be. It should try and be its own thing. But it's one that I think well, it's going to be the superhero show that doesn't survive. That's okay. what I. Think. Um, well, it is like I'm just looking on Wikipedia, and Black Lightning does was part of the Justice ah, League in the DC yeah. Universe. Good so call. from that point of view, they can indeed um, bring him in to the Flash, the Arrowverse or whatever yeah. you want to call it, because you can sort of see how uh, the Flash is pseudo-starting up the Justice League stuff sort of in the background um, with what's going on. So I guess they could bring it in I, if they wanted I kinda to. I kind of hope they don't. I, I don't like the costume. Yeah. His costume would really fit in with the Berlantiverse or whatever, right? The CW right. heroes. But I don't think that the drama around it works as well. Like, it doesn't feel <laughs> like, you know, uh, an Arrowverse show, you know, or a Flash. It doesn't yeah, feel like any it, of them. No. And it feels no. like its own thing. And I, I kind of hope that they, you know, have the have the guts to let it be its own thing and maybe find its way. But I have a feeling it's going to get canceled real fast, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I like you know as much of this kind of stuff as I can get. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, just again skimming the uh, Wikipedia page. Um, uh, he he is in like a uh, where did it go there? Uh, uh, called the suicide, the South Side section of Metropolis. Yeah. So it sort of puts him. I guess they, I guess if they ever did Superman, maybe they well would. they could they could cross him maybe into into uh, Supergirl easier than they could into yeah. the rest of the Arrowverse, but uh, or you yeah. know because pseudo Arrowverse she's not 
on the same Earth, and who knows if that's where they're going to decide Black Lightning is ultimately too. Right. But, you know, it's it's interesting. So they've got that sort of, there's this growth of stuff that is stealing from comic books and, and, and all of that kind of media, right? And Absolutely. spreading it everywhere and mm-hmm. going back to the trough of that. But meanwhile, they're also bringing back Dynasty. Yes. <laughs> 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 so yeah uh and roseanne exactly. the voice of yeah. the the thinking that in a trump universe that that's the common person we need to hear from now um i don't know but that's an uh, interesting yeah. point so, though right like they wouldn't really they they didn't want to comment on that i think at the time but she's like a green party person and you know really mm-hmm. hated hillary and uh it's She's a she's an odd person anyway, right? She's yes, uh, but it's it will be interesting to see what the commentary ends up being on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm 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 curious definitely about that one. Um, the Orville. Mm-hmm. Yep. That. Yeah. In terms of uh, rehashing old ideas yeah. into new series. So, okay, I have a question for you, because when I first heard about the Orville, it was supposed to be like a below decks, like here's the underlings of a starship and not centering on the bridge. But now it seems like it's centering on the bridge. Yeah, it it, it seems to have both. I mean, you can't really resist those stars, though, right? Uh, no, and course. and they Absolutely. they did seem to have a good a good chemistry. Um, yep, it's that whole deadpan thing going on there, right? It's, it's the guys that are the yeah. It's the crew that seems to be the ones that are going to be the more over the top people that are sillier. I guess they're not going to be as as deadpan okay. in their delivery, even though they're you know they're all done with a wink. Everything's oh. done. Okay, so we're going to make the the command structure look like a bunch of robots, and the characters are down. I think. Below. I mean, because the Orville Perhaps. is it, it's the way that they're doing the Orville is they're doing a so the thing is you've got the Orville and then you've got Discovery right, and they're kind of battling each other. Yeah. So you've got Discovery from Star Trek being all serious, and then you've got the Orville yes. making fun of all the old sci-fi shows like Star Trek. And so yeah. the Orville even looks like next generation in a lot of ways, right? They have a guy who's yeah. might as well they might as well call not Worf. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like you know, excellent. Uh, and they've made fun of a few other things in there, but really they've got this the idea of the whole family thing on on next gen uh and, and that mm-hmm. set so in in the Orville, his co-pilot or his number one ends up being his ex-wife. So of course they're battling. Yeah, yeah I read uh, that. But then you've got everybody else is going to be sort of gossiping and and goofing around. I think below decks as well. So you're going to have this okay. dysfunctional couple running the, the the ship. But then they had mm-hmm. really pretty good looking special effects for comedy and yeah. Um, you know they they have a g- pretty good look to it. If you look really closely, you can see where the money saving is. But that's not <laughs> necess- That's not the point of the show, right? So it's not as cheap looking as some of the say British sci fi, like you know the early right. years, especially of Doctor Yeah, Green, yeah. or or uh, yeah. Red Dwarf, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, is it a half hour? I don't know. It, it's got to be. Okay. How could they do that for an you hour? You think? I, an hour? I, mean, <laughs> I don't think I can think of an hour, one hour that's a straight comedy series. I, I mean, I guess they could. They, they really only showed the comedy end of it. They showed that there's going to be some, okay. you know, action in it, but even that didn't. It didn't look like that's going to be the focus of the show, as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like it was going to be, but then again, it's the trailer to sell ads, right? Yeah, and that's you know that's the thing. They're also kind of bringing back. Um, you, did you see this this trailer for L.A. to Vegas? It's a comedy, right? And it. And no, it's produced know. basically by the Will Ferrell team, and it's okay. their version of Airplane. It's basically <laughs> right. uh, the L.A. to Vegas hopper plane, and the way that the crew and pilot are, and they're all ridiculous. And so they okay. seem to have they have some bits that sound like they're from Airplane, and and but most of it sounds like it's, you know. Uh, Tyandaga Nights or something. It's just where it's that sort of kind of <laughs> okay. kind of comedy. It it's very interesting because Dylan McDermott is the star pilot, uh, is the pilot of the of the uh, plane, and seems to be doing everything he can to be as over the top funny as possible. So it's really Billy. Hard. Do you like to watch movies with gladiators? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's sort of, he's really, I don't know, it's its going to be very interesting to see how that one does. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, so according to IMDb, the Orville has a runtime of 60 wow. minutes. That's going to be really tough to sustain. Uh, yeah. You can't be a joke a minute for an hour every week. No. They're going to, have, yeah. so the, the trailer just focused on the comedy aspect. 13 episodes. The next one's going to have yeah. to focus on the adventure aspect. Right. I don't know. Some for some reason it made me feel of, feel like Ice Pirates. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that it sounds up. good. That's <laughs> <laughs> from way back uh, in the eighties when everybody was sort of experimenting with what can we do with sci-fi. Um, okay, so CBS also has. Uh, so this is a different network, of course. We were talking about CW for a while there. CBS has yep. SWAT. So okay. they did Hawaii Five O. They did MacGyver. Now they're going yeah. to SWAT. Hmm. So they're bringing Matt back. And oh, yeah, but this okay. is going to have the guy uh, from the... from uh, from Criminal Minds that left Criminal Minds. It's going to have him doing it. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, every network seems to be trying to do a military drama. All of a mm. sudden. Uh, so is that based off the movie? Yeah, it's based on the movie and the TV. Well, Let's see the TV show. Then the movie was based off the TV show. And now this is based off of the movie to some extent. It sounds like they've taken their own way a little bit, though, because they are also referencing the, uh, apparently, and this is in the write-up but not in the trailer that I saw uh, too much anyway. They, <laughs> I don't know if I even saw the whole trailer. But basically, it's they're talking about they do talk about police violence. Okay. So they're they're kind oh, okay. of trying oh, to show okay. that you know it's a different kind of we have to look at SWAT differently yeah. now. It's gray area. It's not going to just be the SWAT is always the hero. Uh, I, I'm mm-hmm. hoping anyway that there's more gray area to being a cop in in this than than normal. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to survive. Because the original, 
pretty crazy. The original TV series only ran two seasons. But it really left an impression. Well, Obviously, I mean, what was the Canadian because... show? Um, Flashpoint, right? Flashpoint was SWAT. Yep. Okay, right? yeah, sure. Yeah, Just makes sense. Canadian produced, basically, it was SWAT. And then a 2003 movie with Samuel L. Jackson and Colin yeah. Farrell, and now a 2017 TV series. Hmm. Uh, well, that leads into uh, sort of going off the idea of movies becoming television. Um, one that I'm actually enjoying way more than I thought I would uh, is Lethal Weapon. I saw the first two episodes and really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I watched the whole season. And I, well, I said this a couple weeks ago when I co-hosted a uh, Geeks with Kids episode with Aaron. I think you're going to see a an Emmy nomination for. Uh, uh, um, I do remember you said this. Uh, oh, Wayans. Yeah, Wayans. Yeah. yeah, for Damon Wayans, because I think I think he's done a really good job um, of his own take on this character with just enough of the nostalgia but owning by, it his way you know his own his, owning yeah. it his way yeah and i and the show's been a lot of fun like the the um not only do you have these characters that you know um but you have really fairly compelling stories i actually lines. like the uh the way that the uh the the rigs character uh is played as yeah. well like i think he's they they oh, yeah. you can't play it like mel gibson did back then you know, like that style is kind of gone I think. Yeah, and they're making it more of a slow burn too. Like they're revealing stuff about his wife and things like that in little chunks, and uh, and showing a progression of how he's dealing with it um, throughout the throughout the first season, at least, in terms of his uh, alcoholism, mm-hmm. in terms of his depression, and in terms of how he how that translates into his conduct when he's on the case, when he's on, out, out with Riggs uh, or out with Murtaugh. And uh, I, I, the show's been really good. And I kind of went into the first episode thinking, okay, well, I have to at least watch it and see what it's like. But it is way better than I thought. Like I say, I enjoyed the first two episodes, but then, you know, there's so much to consume. So yes, then it goes, so it goes on the list Absolutely. for later. Still sitting yes, there in the list fair for enough, later. Fair enough. I've got a lot of stuff on the list for later too. I haven't. I haven't watched Iron Fist yet. Um, yeah, Iron Fist can yeah, wait. I, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. Well, I figure I have to watch it before August oh, if I want to watch well, Defenders. Just watch every or second episode, maybe, or the last <laughs> half. Enough. Watch the last fair half. Enough. It's. Okay. Uh, it was. It was disappointing. It was. It was that's overwhelmingly but what part of the reason yeah. it may it, maybe it was good if you hadn't watched the other three series mm. right because uh the first season of daredevil is amazing oh. we talked yeah. about luke cage earlier and yeah. uh, uh yeah. Jessica, jessica jones might be the best of the of the three brilliant of of right so uh yeah. then you've got luke cage where it doesn't seem to know what it's doing and yes. part of the yeah. problem is that the the lead is just not as compelling as the other leads were. They were just so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, see, I've been, I've been trying to, like, I watched, you know, all of Lucifer um, because okay. the actor that does that is brilliant. And it's, you know, there you go. It's another comic book, right? It's, it's a Vertigo one, right? Yeah. And um, 
what what did we just watch? Uh, Legion. Oh my God, okay. Legion's good. Hmm. Yeah, you have to you have to check out Legion. It's it's a completely different kind of thing. T- you know, do you know you know the Hannibal TV series? Okay, yep. how dreamlike and creepy and sort of internal that is. That's yep. what they did with Legion. It okay. does. It is not what you think it's going to be, and then they throw you some left Ooh. some some curves out of nowhere every once in a while. It's really good. It's the one. It's one of the shows that really should survive when everything finally starts shaking out. I would really like to see more stuff yeah. like this because it's new, it's Ooh. fresh, it's different. You can't actually be like this and be like this because then you're not going to be different, right? <laughs> but I want to yeah, see risk. Yeah. Well, speaking. Speaking of a show that was different, that is now back on the air, um, probably the last one on my list to talk about is Twin Peaks. Oh, Were you a fan you back know, in the day? I, it creeped me out. Nice. It creeped me out. Uh, I didn't didn't end up watching all of it. I watched I, The music on its own ended up being haunting enough for me. And then it was yeah. like, can yeah. I handle this today? Can I handle this? Yeah. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> maybe I'll just go um, and drink. Coffee. I didn't watch it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I didn't watch it like in 1990. Right. I was still in high school. Um, I didn't watch it when it was new, but I have binged it since. Um, and I have the first two episodes that aired uh, this past Sunday sitting on my PVR, but I think I'm going to wait and re binge the originals before going into the new series, which I think is exactly what... I think it's Crave TV uh, is the streaming service that's running it, um, in Canada at least. And uh, I think I think that's my plan, is to go back and watch the old series again before jumping in. Because it looked like, because I caught um, a few, uh, a minute, a couple of minutes um, of it when it aired uh, back on Sunday, and it looks like it literally ends, or begins right where it ends with the red velvet capes and people talk, uh, yeah. drapes, I should say, and people, and people talking backwards and the whole bit, like that was <laughs> seemingly where it began, which of course was right yeah. where it ended, um, for those that watched it. And, uh, so now I really feel like I have to go back and rewatch before I can watch the new ones, but I am curious because, um, here we are 28 years later, uh, bringing a TV show back on the air. Yeah. And, I it I'm hoping that they do it sounds like they're going to do better it's I'm hoping they do better than what when they brought X-Files back right like there was something missing yeah. as we talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. I'm hoping that they don't lose that yeah. uh well, they just need to focus right like well, here's what these new episodes are going to be about obviously you know whether we're somehow going back to some aspect of Laura Palmer that we didn't know before or there's a copycat or there's some new mystery with that's raveled within that you've got to go back and, and re uh, understand what happened before in order to understand what's happening now. Like they've got to, yeah. I mean, if some, they need if to something happens to, to one series. of the existing current, still existing characters that then brings up all that old stuff, you know, that could be an entry yeah. point. But I think, I think you have to have that feeling that, Awkward, uh, 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 edge of your seat kind of. I don't know if I really want to watch this. I can't look away. Feel. (laughs) 
Um, how much? I don't. I haven't really looked. How much is Lynch involved? This I think time it's around? all. I think Do it's. We... I think it's him. I think it's his thing. Um, picks up twenty five years later uh, when a new homecoming queen is murdered. Um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And directed by David yeah. Lynch. So David Lynch himself is directing the episodes. So uh, that's good. I honestly wasn't sure if McLaughlin would come back without without Lynch <laughs> directing because that show yeah, sort probably. of... Because uh, McLaughlin has a particular style that isn't for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, that's true. You know, without Twin Peaks, I don't know that his career would have survived. I mean, he had Blue Velvet in his pocket, oh, but sure. other than that... <laughs> what did he really have? I mean, the Flintstones didn't go yeah. so well as far as I was concerned, the Flintstones movie that he was in. Uh, Desperate Housewives. Yeah. But again, he played that mysterious yeah. uh, mystery man kind of thing in that series, and, too. He played a very similar And he needed character. that in the cultural canon, I think. You know, in the, everybody's background, everybody's mm-hmm. mind, in the back of everybody's mind, he's this strange person. I think you know it. It's it's attached yeah. to him. How do, him playing something completely different <laughs> would be difficult. I think. I mean, even even when he's you know in, in Agents of Shield and stuff, he's odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we've covered a lot of the shows that are. Yeah, we I mean, have, yeah. we've even got the, you know Pop eating itself with Young Sheldon and. Uh, there's a, yeah, you know, they're going right. to do a Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Uh, uh, CBS did a Good Wife spinoff onto their uh, side channel. They're they're over. And Grey's already did one spinoff oh. a couple of years ago. Yeah, in Private Practice. Uh, yeah, and a show I don't care about. That was <laughs> yeah. Well, neither show, but my. Uh, not to sound sexist, my wife watched uh, Grey's. Even she gave up on it now, but she watched Grey's back in the day and watched a little bit of Private Practice, so I knew right. it, such a thing existed. At a certain point, um, you, these things just become so soapy that you might as well just move them to daytime. They yeah. they they don't see because they just stretch them so far, and then it gets silly after a while. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Have you seen this? Uh, have um, you seen Midnight Texas? Have you seen anything about this thing? Midnight no. Texas is from the guy who wrote True Blood, or whoever the okay. woman who wrote True Blood, whoever wrote True Blood, and it seems to be about this place in Texas called Midnight Texas, where there are like okay. uh, vampires, angels, psychics, uh, and what have you, and some okay. kind of I guess some of them end up battling evil somehow. I'm not sure. <laughs> the trailer wasn't completely okay. clear on that. Uh, I was just wondering if you knew anything about that yet, because it was the first I heard of it was was today sort of browsing through, you know, upcoming shows to see, you know, for when we So saw. it uh, premiered last summer, it looks like, and yeah, one season, 10 episodes. Uh, no, I didn't hear anything about that. Where did it? Yeah, what, ex- it? this is what I'm saying. I'd never heard of it until then this trailer popped up in the list of of you know YouTube trailers I was going okay. through today, so I was what's up with okay. that. Uh, yeah. The Crossing. Have you seen this thing? The this Crossing is from the people who made Lost, 
And okay. once again, they start oh, on a beach. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it looks like they, uh, yeah. uh, with all these people who've drowned and some people who survived. They seem to be making a little too much hay about how it's from the creators of Lost, which worries yeah. me. Um, because even, I think, um, because I, I'm a huge, I love Lost. I thought it was amazing. I even liked the ending. Um, and uh, so I, I guess I must still have it in my mm-hmm. likes on Facebook. So Lost gave me an ad for there The Crossing. Yeah. So, like, it's, they're not even hiding. Like, it's, uh... If Locke shows up, I'm in. (laughs) Fair enough. Or, uh, uh, um, was it Ben? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, the the British guy. See you in another life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if he shows up. (laughs) Uh, oh my god. I've lost his name, too, now. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what network is showing Midnight Texas. I, I couldn't find it. IMDb either. isn't making yeah, it obvious. So for I don't me. know what's going on with that. I, it wasn't in my normal list no. of the regular networks, which is all I actually had time to look up. But it came in, like I said, it came into one of the lists and just kept playing. You yeah. Know? Um, it, yeah. The the number of shows. Well, many of many have tried the 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 formula of the strange, weird town where the mystery is happening, and we're going to bring you in bit by bit to show you this mystery. Um, I'm trying to think of of uh, Push Nevada way back in the day. I think Affleck had oh, something yeah? to do with it. Same sort of idea. It was a you know out town out in the middle of the desert, and strange, weird things are <laughs> happening. And that show tried to do some unique things with because it's sort of uh, very early internet, and they would have websites and phone numbers featured in the episodes. That if you went to them or called the numbers, you would get additional information, right. clues to the mystery, uh, would be revealed to you at home. Right. If you went to the websites or called the one eight hundred numbers that would appear it's an on the gimmick. air, um, it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was different. I don't think they ever really got to the ending though. It was kind of a weird. Um, the ending just sort of kind of happened all of a sudden. Like I think they got, they got to yeah. told, okay, you're just going to end yeah. it now. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking, yeah, it's sort of like what is it the the was the resurrected or the what were they called? The, the people coming back from the dead shows that seemed to be happening and then we didn't know where oh, they had yeah, re- the, re- the return. Returned. Yeah. It, it, I watched one, I watched a season. It smacks of yeah. that to me. That, yeah. That, and, yeah. And that worries me. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's, here's a little town, here's some quirky characters and there's a little mystery that we're going to reveal to you a little bit at a time. And nobody has done it like Twin Peaks did it. Yeah. And they keep trying, and uh, there was um, there was one um, a couple of seasons ago that that uh, I think that um, uh, it turned out the whole thing uh, the Earth had uh, gone through some cataclysmic event, and here's the perfect little town, and they would collect people from the real world and bring them into this perfect little town, but it was all run by a giant corporation. Mm. And I, 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 oh I, I don't remember. Yeah, you know what either. I'm talking about before I start. There's all kinds of shows like that. They have the little town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say Matt Dillon had something to do with it. Maybe I can find it through him. 
uh, Wayward Pines. Oh, that was yeah. it. 2015 Wayward Pines. It turned out there was a giant corporation running the whole thing, but the reveal was so clumsily and like, oh, here's the corporation. Now. It went and a couple just, seasons, didn't it? And Wayward Pines. Yeah, uh, it says here really? it's only one. Might be because um, it was on and then it was in. Oh, yeah, well, maybe two. No, two seasons. I don't think I watched the second season. Um, yeah, 20 episodes. Wayward Pines, Idaho. Two federal agents go missing and they wake up sort of in this town. And basically, you either conform to the town or you fight, but. <laughs> Fighting's not recommended. You almost always lose. <laughs> Fighting not recommended because they're very. They control literally every little thing in the town. Uh, there we go. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, but again. The weird, quirky town with we're going to slowly show you this mystery. It's not even just in genre things, like uh, in terms of like people bringing back. It's all this bringing back because there's a there's a comedy coming up called The Mayor about a rapper who runs for mayor to promote himself and ends up becoming mayor. (laughs) Does that not sound a little too much like our like the president? Right, but then that. It also could be said to be to sound like uh, what was the one with uh, was it uh, Robin Williams was in one like that uh, or around the same time he was in one similar where it was a comedian yeah uh, where it was basically like a Bill Maher type that that ran and ended up you know winning uh, and that that yeah. I think came out around the same time as Dave. Okay. Yeah. There's another one where yep. somebody becomes president that really shouldn't be. Um, but in those yep. cases, they become positive influences. And in the mayor, that seems to be what's going on as well. It's a young guy who really ah. does want to have the right thing happen in his community. And yeah. Uh, okay. Sort of, uh, Leah Michelle from from yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown from Community. It's got a good good bunch of people in it. The trailer is pretty solid yeah. and makes me think, oh, they can they can go somewhere with this. They actually seem to know mm. what to do, as opposed to they've just showed me the cool. entire series in this in this two minute clip, which is what <laughs> some of the other trailers tend to do. And then you're like, well, uh, I don't I don't need to watch that now. Um, yep. Deception is a new show coming up that is basically the Mentalist, but now we have an actual musician or magician instead of uh, yeah. So yeah, they're going to have instead of having a Mentalist who does, they're going to have oh, an actual okay. magician. So they call it Deception. <laughs> now they have an illusionist, a proper illusionist that's consulting with the FBI or whoever. And and that's become quite. The little subgenre, the consultant, of own, right? the, the unusual consultant, the consultant, yeah. Uh, Castle in its for early years was yeah. excellent. Well, um, you got Fillion, right? Anything with Fillion, I'll watch it. Yeah. Well, and Stan Akadik yeah. is uh, is also right. Canadian from, Hamilton. Uh, from right here, from right here in the Hamilton, yeah. And uh, so that was I I I got I watched that show quite a bit. Watched it all the way to the end. The ending was kind of weird, but. Watched I decided not to watch the very last episodes, uh, maybe two episodes. I stopped and went, "Do I want? Do I want to see a disappointing ending?" <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing. Was I think they filmed the episode, yeah. uh, the final episode of the season, and then decided it was going to be the series finale. So they tacked on this goofy epilogue that didn't right. fit. It's 
So the episode itself was fine as a season right. finale, but then they tacked on this goofy, uh, like Harry Potter, nineteen years later kind of epilogue onto the end of it, and it lost its. Magic well, I mean, this, the show had sort that. of started losing its magic anyway. It was kind of time to wrap it up. I oh, wish absolutely. they'd wrapped it up before they got into the last whatever the hell that background story was supposed to be about the conspiracy thing. Like, yeah, it it had no place. But this is what happens, right, in a show True. where you have that sort of moonlighting. They have a relationship thing. Once they've sort of, once they get yeah. married, the sh- life is over. And if it's yeah. not yet, if you can yeah. manage to get through that first season of being newlyweds, then they have to have a baby, and then it's definitely over. But that's definitely, like life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's then it's all got to be a comedy at that uh, point. <laughs> yeah, and then all of our Geeks with Kids listeners, hosts, yeah. and everyone involved with Geeks with Kids fully understands exactly what we've just <laughs> talked about. So, <laughs> all right, uh, well, um, thank you very, very much, Mike, for coming and joining us on the podcast this week. I think we're gonna call it right there as we boom hit the one hour mark right there. Um, and uh, we've talked about a lot of TV shows tonight and a, a few movies along the way, and hopefully. Um, entertained our listeners with uh, Mike's uh, deep sexy voice and my nasally scratchings and we'll uh, um, thank you uh, say goodbye Mike goodbye Mike there you go Uh, thank you very much everybody you can catch uh, Geeks with Kids (laughs) no my pleasure my pleasure you can find Geeks with Kids on Facebook at facebook.com slash Geeks with Kids uh, podcast, and you can go to geekswithkids.ca. Uh, they've probably got a Twitter handle, but uh, I can't. Oh, there's something about De- Geeks with Kids CN yes. uh, for Canadian. Yeah. Um, you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, their website, and from their website, you can find any other uh, social, uh, any other places on social media that they are. Uh, tell us what you think. Is there any new shows that you are thinking of? Any shows that we didn't talk about that fit into the realm of recycled television that you are either excited or uh, hope to God don't actually happen? Um, <laughs> Uh, tell us what you think of uh, recycled television. What did we talk about that we poo-pooed on that you actually liked? Uh, feel free to comment on the uh, facebook.com slash geekswithkids or directly to the website geekswithkids.com. Uh, my guest has been Mike, and my name has been Marty hosting this week. And thank you very much for listening to Geeks With Kids. Please go to the iTunes, the Stitcher, all the places where you get your podcasts. Give us stars, give us comments, and tell everybody how much you that why everyone should be listening to Geeks with Kids the podcast. Thank you very much everybody. Thank you very much Mike. And uh, I was just thinking we should we should try all. and get Ford to sponsor us now. We were talking about them so much earlier on the show. Right, cuz we <laughs> talked about Ford vehicles enough. Ford, if you would like to sponsor a podcast, uh, <laughs> find us at geekswithkids.ca and tell us all about it. Uh, how we can help make your cars look even better on this non-visual medium. Uh, <laughs> and with that we'll say good night. Thank you everybody. <laughs>